Welcome back to the Tim Waxelbaum Show. This is episode 60 of the program, and I am coming to you in a natural voice. This is my real voice. The mask is off. I am not doing a character. That was not a good idea. I am. Why am I talking so wide? Why am I stretching my mouth so... Okay, I'm already being out of care. I'm already being fake. And that's the theme of this week's episode is, is um, uh, authenticity. I'm doing it again with my mouth. I'm stretching my mouth way too wide for being necessary. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode. The whole idea of being, of being fake versus being a real person. <laughs> that's a good subject for me to get into because it's a, it's a scary one for me because I don't like being, I hate the idea of being real, man. If I was a real person, I wouldn't be here. I'd be in a house, a different house with regular people, and they'd be like, hey, son, or hey, dad, whatever the fuck. Hey, dad, you're my dad. Hey, okay, I'm doing it again. Okay, so the point of the the premise of this episode is to not try to be funny. It's to not try to do a character. I have other venues for that. I have other avenues to do characters on. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm a fucking what else do i do that's it i'm a stand-up comedian podcaster and part of being a podcaster comedian blah blah artistic person and just a fucking weirdo is you wear masks a lot in life and you hide your true personality because i don't know you fuck i don't fuck it that's what we're gonna get into is what the hell am i why do i do that to people why do i portray myself as something imagine like imaginatory is that the fucking word i don't know man i'm not that's gonna be a struggle to pick the right words let's just let's just dumb it down why am i such a fako i don't know man like i don't know it's just like something that comes with the territory of whatever it is that's wrong with me like i live in austin texas which is a place for a lot of mentally ill people flock to because it just has it just has it's a good place to be fucking crazy i'm not even trying to be entertaining right now i'm being dead serious like this is just a great part of the country to be a a wackadoo and just because i have my own fucking house let's be honest i have my own fucking house i'm not bragging i'm just saying that that's the reason i fucking bring that up is because that could go away you know, I don't fucking know how I got this fucking house. I got it from Dogecoin going up in value because of Elon fucking Musk. And the reason I'm cursing is because it's exciting. Because it's ridiculous. It's not like I'm... A, I, I, I we're three minutes into the episode. This is going to be quite an exhausting ex- experience if I keep talking at this pace and heart rate. I should check my heart rate. Hold on. All right, let's relax. Okay, so anyway... I have a house now, but big whoop. I mean, I, it could go away if Dogecoin goes to zero. I have zero income. Okay, it's at 116 and rising. 120, 117, 116, 115, 116. Okay, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. So anyway, the reason I talk about the fact that I own my own house is because that's freaking crazy. That's freaking crazy to be a millennial who doesn't have a job or, you know, I don't have a fucking job and has their own house. So 
it could go away if Dogecoin or if crypto goes down and I don't have anything to live off. I'll have to sell it and I'll have to move to a cheaper place like like 40 miles east or whatever whatever fuck Elon Musk hasn't bought up yet. Maybe even further than that. Maybe even like 100 miles southwest of in Texas. I'll still live in Texas, but I might have to live in a cheaper part of Texas if Elon doesn't keep pumping a fucking coin to the moon uh so the point is, is i'll be i'll be people will like me then they'll be like oh he lost his house he's no longer a rich scumbag so we can like him now because he's not just some jerk off who doesn't have a, who doesn't work for his okay sorry i'm doing the accent again why do i do an accent or multiple types of why do i do that well because it's fun it's fun and I like it and it's people like it. Some people go, Hey, that's funny. So I could, so it encourages me to, to keep doing it. I don't have a real voice. I don't have a real persona. That's the point of this episode. I don't have a fucking real persona and AI is going to decide that that's the right title. I don't, I can't pick a title. The AI is going to be like, Hey, scumbag. Here's a perfect title for the YouTube video that you're making because you're too dumb to do it yourself because you're a human and human flesh and humans are being phased out by AI because they're smarter than us and making us feel like useless POSs. And that's how they're taking over. That's how AI is taking over already before we even know. 122, 124, 125. <laughs> okay, let's relax. Let's relax. We're doing a podcast. This is not a confession. This is not a depositation. This is not a deposition. This is just me in my house having a great old gay old time talking to... Oh, no, you, can't, you can't say that. You can't say that anymore. I was just being... I thought I was being a good person. I thought I was just... 116, 117, 121. Okay, there's no reason to yell. All I'm doing is a podcast that I've been doing literally every week for over a year. This is episode 60. I... I, I've been doing this. I know what I'm doing. I think I know, like I, I know what I'm doing enough to not be this nervous for my own fucking podcast. Okay. AI. I actually did want to bring this up. AI is making me fucking anxious as fuck. Sorry to curse. Okay. Let's not. Okay. So I have this app called captions. It's available on iOS and it, you upload a video to make into a TikTok, it adds captions to it using AI. And something I just discovered is that after you process it and save it, it gives you a title and a description and hashtags that are perfect and like they're better than anything I could have came up with. And so you, you have to use that title and you'll get views on YouTube by human people and you'll get a lot of people to see your content some of those people will absolutely hate it, and that's fine. I, I don't give a fuck. I hate it, too. I hate it, too. That doesn't... I, I mean, that's kind of like... They don't get it that I also hate myself. They, they go, hey, what you're doing is fake and dumb and stupid, and you're, you should be genuine in your videos. You shouldn't be a fucking fake person in your videos. And I go, yeah, I know. But it's fun. It's, I, I, that's the point. I'm doing a character. Um... So sometimes I get, I get, I go, well, is this guy fucking that dumb? They don't get them being ironic. But then also at the same time, I go, yeah, I, I also cringe. I guess I also cringe at my own co content and comedy. That's why I don't do it very often. That's why I get sick of my own act four times. Like usually after about four times of saying the same joke, I ditch it because it's like, okay, I already got the dopamine I need. 
I already got the good feeling chemicals that I need from that joke, so I just throw it out. Doesn't mean I'm not a good comedian. Well, okay, yeah, actually it does. That's actually exactly what it fucking means. Because if you don't have an act, you're a fucking hack. 106. Oh, actually, I'm getting more relaxed, even though I'm yelling. Never mind, 117. I thought it was going to go be like a lot higher than that, but I, I, I guess I'm actually pretty relaxed right now. Okay, so anyway, back to what I was talking So the reason I can't be a professional comedian, because it's not like it's that hard to be a professional comedian, if... Let me back up a little bit. Beep. <laughs> I know people will hate that no, that sound effect, but um, the reason I say it's easy, I don't mean it's easy. It's not fucking easy to be. It's simple though. The logic involved, the fucking amount, the amount of logic involved is not like college level. You just need an act that's funny and that people like and that doesn't walk the entire fucking room. If you could get, if you could make strangers laugh. For 20 minutes, you know, or more, hopefully, you know, more. But if it, all you need is 20 minutes uh, to get paid, at least, you know. It's tough. It's fucking tough, though, to get paid. You know, I've, I heard about comics bitching about... These were talented fucking comics. Super... 125, I'm getting pissed. Super talented comedians still have uh, struggle. Um, uh, they still struggle to make money from comedy clubs because the comedy club owners are fucking scumbags who just don't want to pay them for what they're fucking bringing the money to fucking give the comedy club a reason to exist. Now I'm fucking getting pissed off. 143, 138. Okay, let's relax. You're not even, nobody cares that you're even doing, nobody's going to even watch this. What am I freaking, okay, let's, let's get back to reality. What I'm trying to say is that to be a professional comedian, all you need is Good jokes that are not super, you know, going to walk the room because it's a, you need people to stay in the, you need them to close out their tabs. Anyway, and the reason I can't do it, or at least the reason I haven't been able to do it so far in my 10 years of being, of trying, um, not that I'm beating myself. I'm not really mad at myself. I know where I'm at and 10 years is not even that fucking long. 83. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I'm back to normal. I'm feeling good. Okay, so anyway, uh, it's because I have ADHD and I just don't give a sh- I hate myself. <laughs> I have narcissism, the type of narcissism where I'm fully self-aware of it. Anytime I do anything narcissistic, it, it's, I feel it happening in the moment and it feels good sometimes. I do. That's why I fucking do it. But then the next day I go, holy fuck, what a scumbag. I can't believe I fucking said that. And also, part of being a narcissist is you actually hate yourself, and you're wearing a fucking mask. You're wearing a mask. And so, maybe I'm not like that bad of a narcissist, because if I'm that fucking aware of it. Because um, the real narcissist that I've also talked about on this podcast, they they love themselves that they actually don't really have those feelings of like self-doubt as much, or maybe if, I don't fucking know. They actually do like their own shit a lot. Like, they actually genuinely love their own shit so if you're a narcissist then maybe you'll be able to do the same joke over and over again because it works and you'll be like fuck you you're gonna keep telling the same fucking joke but i don't do that because i'm better than them i'm a fucking artist and the type of i I just like to write new material or new punch i just like to come up with new shit all the time and just riff and that's a fucking that's just what i do is that always is that bankable no does it pay the bills? Fuck, 
fuck no. That's why I'm going to lose the house. That's going to be fucking funny, though. I mean, that's going to be a fucking bit. See, I do real... I do bits that are not just, like, words. I do bits that are, like, fucking... Uh, like, like... What do you call it? Stunts. I'm a stunt comedian, and I say that unironically. Hold on, he just fucking found a time me how long I've been doing, so I don't lose track of the time that I've been doing this thing. Okay, I'm not gonna curse as much. I'm trying not to curse for no reason, unless I'm in character. Unless I'm doing character. Unless I'm in character for an, for a play or some shit. Anyway. So that'd be funny when I lose this house by not making any money. I'll start. A, I'll do a podcast and be like, "Hey, hey, hey. well, here I am. In a, I don't have a house anymore. Big whoop. I'll, I don't know. I'll just move in with my parents or some shit like that. I don't want to move in with my parents, but they would probably let me. They would charge me rent or something, and I, and I would be nice to them because they're paying the. They're fucking giving me a place to live." I, Oh, you're mad at me that I have some privilege that I have parents that, oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm going to, okay, I'm just, I'm not actually mad right now. My heart rate's only 115. (laughs) So that means I'm not actually that mad. I'm just being, I'm trying to be funny and that's not what I wanted to do. Okay, the point of this episode is to be genuine. So I guess what I'm trying to say, I moved on from the, I, I'm not still trying to do the same topic I started on. I already blasted past a few of them but anyway the whole topic of like being a person of privilege and having privilege in comedy ooh man do people not like that other comedians who actually came from a rough background and don't have parents or just don't have parents that have a good relationship with them that don't provide for them because maybe they don't have maybe they're middle class maybe they're low middle maybe they're, maybe they're fucking poor have you ever thought of that i'm talking to myself um, have you ever thought of that? Jimbo? That's what I call myself in my head. I go, hey, Jimbo. <laughs> That's what I call myself. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe some comics are just poor and they don't have the ability to do it every night because they have to fucking do a real job. This is what I, this is what I, this is the, <laughs> That's the act out for a real job. I just picture someone like on their hands and knees like scrubbing the floors of, of like a subway bathroom. The restaurant subway. Subways. Holy shit. Okay. Erase what just happened. I'm not trying to be funny on this podcast, but I'll, I'll admit that that was kind of funny what I did. Hey, I have that privilege of practicing comedy every night while I actually worked up a little bit of skill under my belt i was gonna say dick but this is not a this is not a funny episode that would be reserved for when i'm doing a character we'll get more into that later we're only 15 (laughs) we're only 15 minutes into this goddamn thing and i probably already said a lot of things okay let's take a deep breath let's relax That was a legit deal. Okay, so anyway, being a privileged, being somebody that came from privilege, I, I don't take that for granted. Yes, my parents are middle, upper middle class. They allowed me, what did they do? I don't know. They didn't really like give me money, but they let me use their computer. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not that fucking rich, but like my parents, they're definitely not, they're well off. They're not, they're upper middle class. I was raised in a nice upper cozy middle class suburban cul-de-sac type of deal, you know? Um, so how did I get to where I am? How the fuck did I be able to afford this house? It's because they let me use their computer and I learned how to code as a child. So, okay. Big whoop, I'm Jewish. Anybody could do that who's Jewish. Okay, now we're getting into the weeds. Let's not go on on a whole Jewish tangent, even though I'm a lot, even though I can, because I have the fucking privilege of that. That's another fucking privilege that I just stumbled into because, um, oh, I don't know. It's real. It's real and is real. <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to be funny. This is just how I am. It's not my fault. It's my. It's not my fault that I have the Jewish privilege and the suburban white privilege of being allowed to um, have a cushy childhood, which allowed me to, for some reason, decide I wanted to be a comedian, and I had the the income to be able to do open mics pretty much as much as I wanted to. So that's how I got funny. I was always funny as a kid. Let's not discount the fact that I have that natural gift of some funniness. Like, okay, I'm tooting my own horn. Oh, oh, you think you're funny, Jimbo? No, I fucking, it's not like I'm, too, too, I, I know I'm funny. I'm just, I, it's just something I have always had. Since I was a small kid, I just was always able to make the class laugh and shit like that. And it, it's, um... So I take that for granted, kind of, but like, I, as much as I try not to be funny, I can't help it because I'm a natural weirdo. And so that's why I live in Austin, man, because Austin is very accepting of weirdos. Um, and if they aren't accepting of my type of weirdness, okay, that's fine. That's a matter of personal taste. A lot of people can't stand what I do, and usually they're right, because I have a very good sense of when I'm doing something cringeworthy or not okay one we're at 113 which is about the average rate of heart rate for this podcast so anyway not all comics have the freedom or ability or privilege to practice comedy as much as i am able to practice i could do it literally every night until i run out of money which i currently am currently running out of money i don't have unlimited money People tell me, oh, you're Okay. People, but they, they say that. They go, oh, I would pay you, but you're rich. So you can afford it. It's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not fucking rich. If I was rich, I, you would know because I'd be doing even more cool shit with my money. I'm living right in between where I can uh, while flaunting it while also not completely going completely broke. Because I like to fucking flaunt um, my wealth. So I am fucking kind of... Okay, fine. You got me. You have to kind of be rich to do what I'm... To flaunt your wealth and to... But I'm not. I'm mid-level... Jesus Christ, why is this so hard to to explain? I, I just act rich. I'm a fucking tiny little baby compared to legit rich people. I don't... I'm a thousand, I have a couple thousand dollars in my bank account, you know, and I need it to do comedy, to do what I'm doing right now. 
If I didn't have that, I would have to get a job, and that would fucking... That would suck. The reason I cursed is because that was real passion. That would suck to not be able to do comedy every night. And I, you know? So I gotta remember, I gotta remember that, hey, dummy, you could do comedy any night you want, and most people don't have that privilege. That's the key word of this episode that the AI is gonna pick up on. Look at this privileged fucking... Um... So I think we got the picture there. I'm a weirdo, and that's why I'm here. And I'm not that weird compared to a lot of the people here. So I feel very at home. You know, like Austin, it's very fun to live here if you're not homeless. Even if you're homeless, it looks fun. It looks fun. I don't, it doesn't look that fun, but some of them are having a great time. I don't know, man. If you're on drugs, anything could be a great time, man. I, I feel bad for the people that are not on drugs, man, because they're missing out on the fun and glory of being on drugs. It's glor- it's fucking glorious. I'm not glorifying drugs when I say that. Don't take that literally. That I just what I just said. That was a joke. But it's kind of true. It's kind of fucking it's true. Okay, that was bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be funny on this episode. The whole point of this episode is that I don't have a real personality. My whole personality has like many fake little islands in it that are not like they're not really attached they just hover in the middle of the ocean and i jump back and forth like what right now i'm doing the uh the silly i don't know i don't know i have different islands of of what i call personas and some of them are more developed than others like i have this one that i call sebastian maniscalco land where I just talk like this, hey, yo, I'm a fuck. Okay, I, I hate it. I don't hate it all. It's funny sometimes. That's why I do it. I wouldn't do it if it, if it was not at all, like, funny. And I do think it's funny, and other people do too. That's why I do it. But it's not my whole personality. It's just one pillar. And I built a, a, a persona called, uh, a stage persona around it, a character that I use for fucking stand-up comedy called Timmy Gusto. And the whole point of that character is that it's fake. He's made in a laboratory. Every, that's the whole point, is that he's a fake douchebag who wears sunglasses indoors and wears his own face on his, t- on his T-shirt, which I did on the last episode. And I guess I have to address the fact that he's... Jesus Christ, I'm, I can't, it's so hard to not do him. So that's the biggest character that I've created, but I also have another one where I talk in a Texan, where I talk in a fake Southern accent. Like, huh, hey, oh, we're, welcome to the Tam Bomb Show. This is episode... And I do that a lot, and it's hard to not do that. So I skate. I'm always, like, trying to, like, f- not do characters, but I'm just that type of person. Hey, um... You know, like I don't, I can't really apologize for it. It's like a disease. It's like a mental illness. It's not multiple personality. I don't think disorder, but I'm not a fucking doctor, man. So you, hey, you be the judge. You be the armchair. I don't, I'm just kidding. I don't think it's really that pathological, but it kind of is if that's all I do every day my whole life. Now, that's not true. I my real personality is there. It's just really bad. That's why I don't show it to people. It's just very, like, dark and introverted and, like, poisonous and, like, 
yeah, my real personality is just an asshole. <laughs> it's just like something. Okay, yeah, I, that wasn't good. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah, I'm a serial killer. That's that's it. That's my real personality. People, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm a serial killer. I'm saying that's how I act. I act like a serial killer. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm just basically, my real personality is just somebody who doesn't get pleasure out of anything and doesn't want to be there. <laughs> just wants to be at home. Um, and I'm working on that. The, the whole point of this podcast is to improve my shitty personality <laughs> and just to, you know, that's part of it. Part of what I'm trying to accomplish on this podcast is improving my personality, my mental health, internal mental health, just my well-being, and my physical health. Because I want to live for a long time because I actually do kind of like certain things in life. I'm trying to improve my life. Okay? Um... Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting so angry just by explaining my... I don't know. Okay, 102. We're getting calmer as the episode goes on. This is not my... This is another persona that I do. This is my meditative yogi. My... This is my, like, guru. My, like, oh, I'm a life guru or a life coach. Or, like, I will take you on a spiritual journey. It only comes out when I'm tripping balls. On mushrooms, like, take a deep breath and find yourself, breathe, and you'll find... And then I talk about crazy shit, like, I still, I say the most, like, radical right-wing, like, we must make... I'm not gonna do it, but but I'm not gonna do the joke, but, like, the point is, is, like, my real personality is fucking horrible. That's why I have to hide it and wear a mask. I could be a... I could be cordial and sociable to people like like I am. Okay, I do that. Um definitely more recently I've been very like sociable to people, other comedians, other people that I meet that I come across in comedy clubs. I'm very jovial and accommodating to them and maybe even sometimes empathetic. Let's not use that word now, but like sometimes let's just when I'm on mushrooms, I'm empathetic. And then it wears off and I go right back to fucking hating them. I go, what the fuck? Why was I so nice to that homeless guy? He gave him my, I gave him my fucking phone number. But anyway, that's the real me. So that's why I hide it. And that's why even when I'm nice and sociable, I'm still wearing a mask. I'm still doing the voices. And people laugh. They think it's funny. But it's really just, a, it's just how I have no choice but to, to do that. And so it's really weird. It's bizarre. The real me is what I just did. It's that very deadpan, like, yes, I paid I paid that fuck, I paid the bill. What do you want? Yeah. Well, you didn't get the money. Even that was too much. It's fucking hard. Okay, let's try it again. Okay. I'm pretending to act as if, see, that's the hardest role to play is myself like to play myself is the hardest role because when the camera's on i'm always going to do the stupid voices and emphasize and uh accentuate so let's just uh let's see how long i could do my real voice okay here we go yeah yeah fucking yeah i made coffee today um yeah i'm a programmer yeah um, 
I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. See, I can't do it. I need a topic. I need something to read. I need like a script. I need something to read. So let's just pull up a news story. Let's just pull up a news story and I'm going to read it in my real voice. Okay, here we go. Boom. One, two, three, go. You're on. The war in Ukraine will be long. Is the West ready? Okay, that was pretty bad. Let's try again. California officials warn of dangerous conditions as more storms approach. Maybe not so slow. Can you do it actually at a normal, non-depressive pace? Okay, that's the thing. I, I don't have that. That's how I am. Normal. Aviation leaders call for more funds for the FAA after this week's system failure. That was fucking terrible. That was terrible, but that's just how I am. Like, And that's deadpan, and I didn't even get close to my real... Okay, so my real personality is just an asshole who's aggravated and doesn't want to <laughs> participate in the conversation. But that's bullshit, because it, it, that's only if I'm like unhappy. So that's partial... That's hard to... I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out, is what's the real me? Like, what's the real me... Um, and is it always bad? Is the real me always that curmudgeon? Well, if that that could the answer to that question could be something I don't want to that could be yeah. The answer could be yes. That the real me that I'm hiding is a fucking douchebag. And um Yeah, I'm not okay. I don't want to fucking be a douchebag. That's but um that's why people uh, not just me, but other people that have the same issue, maybe. That's why they um, project. That's why they, yeah, uh, they uh, virtue signal. That's why they make it their fucking hobby to be obsessed with like all these political things. And like, it's because they're ashamed of their own flaws. So they want to cover them up or mask them or at least take the attention off of that. Like, I don't know. This is, this is fucking true. This is not just like a premise. Or hypothesis, this is a hundred percent true that some people do this on both sides of the spec. You could be a rightist, you could be a fucking alt right person that does this too, just because they want to be accepted. Um, but for sure, people on the left do this all the fucking time because they're ashamed of their own demons. And I don't really have that many demons. I just think I, I have a bad curmudgeony core um that comes out sometimes and that's not all i it's not who i am as a whole it's just a little sliver of the pie i'm also altruistic in some ways like but that's also narcissism too so never mind now i'm getting exhausted talk now this feels like a fucking therapy session and i'm getting fucking exhausted talking about all my inner demons but it's not like I'm just a curmudgeon to the core. That's not all I am. I'm also capable of doing other things for other people, and it makes me feel good. Like I put out a clip on TikTok a couple weeks ago of somebody else doing very well at a comedy show, and it was 100% putting the spotlight on them. You know? Like I felt good doing it, but it didn't really... It's not self-promotion. It just was like, okay, that took some skill to make the clip. So, okay. But it doesn't get me anywhere as a comedian. So it's like, why did I do it? I don't know. 
because it feels good and it why not it kind of is self-promotion it got me a couple followers but it's like it's not what i want to be it's not what i want to be known for just like making clips of other people but it's something i could do so maybe i'll just do that when i run out of fucking money so that's not that's fine. So I figure that. So it's like I'll just start making clips for other people. But even that is fucking hard, because you gotta advertise the business. You gotta show that you're talented at that and get clients who are willing to pay good money for you. Yeah. So that still is a very difficult uh, thing to get into, and so many other people are doing it. And AI is pretty fucking good at it too. So that's just nothing's easy in life. Making being a fucking capitalist and getting by in this fucking world is not fucking easy, and that's why I sympathize with people that are not as privileged as me. And so, what can I say? Um, I don't know, man. So anyway, I'm gonna get him a. Let's actually talk about. So anyway, now that we're about halfway through the episode, um. I'm dressed in normal clothing today because um, Timmy Gusto started his own podcast and he got really f- mad at me for uh, stealing his clothing from the... Dr- I stole... I fucking wore his t-shirt and uh, he did not like that. And also I got his sunglasses on me just because I like them. But fuck it. I'm, I don't need them. I don't, you know, that's the, these are his trademark sunglasses. And, uh, so anyway, so he started a podcast reacting to the last episode of this podcast. And he was fucking really mean to me and made fun. Like he tore me apart. I was being genuine. Like I am right now. I was doing a way better job at it. That for some reason I was killing it. The whole being authentic and being my... For some reason, I was able to do that on a lot of the previous episodes. I don't know why the fuck it's so hard to do it right now, but like... Anyway, he was being a fucking asshole, and I don't really think it was a good quality... I liked... I thought it was fucking hilarious listening back to it, but like, I don't know. There's no way it's going to go anywhere. It's definitely going to be another failed prospect on one of the many failed projects. But hey, that's his fault. Hey, Timmy... Do better. People can see through your bullshit and they don't they do not like it. Most of his clips on YouTube. Some people like them, so I can't, you know, fuck that. Fuck it. Who cares about the people that don't like it? Um I don't know. I I think it's funny because that's I don't know, but the whole point of doing a character is like it's really tough to do only a very narrow, you know, Italian douchebag character and not break out of it at least sometimes. So when I do that, when I do the Timmy Gusto character, um, part of the act is breaking character and showing, um, you know, breaking the fourth wall and laughing at myself for doing such a ridiculous character. Okay, this is way too far for me. Maybe that's why I'm not being able to... Okay, so that was one of the topics I wanted to cover. I started... Timmy Gusto started another podcast, not me. He's a completely different person. He lives in the room behind me. He's sleeping right now, and he's probably pissed off that I'm yelling so much, and he's definitely probably going to be mean to me again on his next episode of his podcast, which nobody is going to like, and uh, that's kind of the whole point is that he's not likable, 
And I, I don't know, I like, I like doing that. So I think it's fun, and I'm, I'm developing the character. I'm trying to be consistent with it so people know what they're getting when they, when they get him. Because, um, you know, he gets some gigs. Somehow, he manages to get gigs. He's very new. He's only been in show business. I hired him literally less than a year ago, like eight months ago, and he's very confident. He's very, like, overconfident with his abilities. He gets into arguments on pe- <laughs> with people on YouTube because I tell him to respond to every comment because you got to build, you know, to get more engagement to, sh- to show the algorithm that you're engaging with your viewers whether they like you or not i'm told by other by experts on the subject that you're supposed to engage with your community even if they absolutely hate (laughs) even if they're fucking not your fans at all but anyway so he gets into these long fucking arguments because he has time that's his he has time to do that that's his job um so he he always gets the last word because because he has all the time in the day and these pe- these random people on YouTube they only got so much time in the day and after a certain amount of time of going back and forth and sending longer and longer paragraphs they're gonna realize that hey maybe I kind of like this guy if I'm giving him this much criticism maybe I kind of am helping him out so they're gonna fucking stop doing it after a certain amount of time and Timmy Gusto is not gonna stop. <laughs> That's his fucking life. That's what I pay him for. I pay him. Well, we share a salary. We, you know, technically we're the same person. But that's the whole point of why it's a character. And now my heart rate is at 121. So let's stop getting a little bit excited about it. But when I'm in character is him. There's certain guidelines that I try to stick to. Like, he doesn't really consider himself a comedian. He just considers himself a personality. Like an influencer, like Paris Hilton is, is his, one of his biggest influences. Milo Yiannopoulos is one of his biggest influences. So he doesn't really consider himself a comedian. He just wants to be like an icon. Like a, like a somebody that, okay, when he walks in the room, you know what you're going to get. So he's not really... So if somebody says he's not funny, he just goes, yeah. I wasn't trying to be funny. I'm just, that's my true personality that you're sh- talking about right there. That's just how I am. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just doing my job. Nobody, and I get paid for this, so I don't give a fuck what you, th- anyway, that's what he does. That's what he t- says on YouTube. And it's pretty fun. It always gives me a nice jolt of adrenaline and it's fucking motivating that like I could put out a, a clip and it'll get a couple thousand whatever views. And a very few amount of people like it. And um, But if you're doing something that bad, that's also engaging people, causing them to write long paragraphs, and, and you're just literally just joking, and they don't even realize that the whole point of it is that it's a joke, and that's why you're doing it, to, um, to ruffle feathers and to look like a douchebag, and to be cringy that's the whole that's the whole point so that's why it's fun for me and it doesn't hurt my feelings i mean i don't know i guess sometimes it kind of like stings a little bit if they dig deep 
if they dig deep enough, they will say something a little bit like insulting. Like, yeah, I watched you on Kill Tony. You were fucking cringe and dumb and shitty, and they didn't like you. They're just wrote, like, okay, that I guess that kind of stings a little bit. But eh, I kind of agree with them. Actually, I agree with them. I was it was it was kind of cringe, um, and I I've only. I have the exact same opinions, to be honest, and that's so. I don't know. It doesn't really hurt. It's just like, yeah, I, I'm glad that I am kind of self-aware enough to agree with the worst possible comments you could possibly get. So, like, I haven't read anything that was like, oh, I gotta block that. Or not Ugh, that's a hate, two hater. Like, I'm the one who's trying to temper my response to not get you know, banned from YouTube. I don't want to be like bully, bully them so hard that they report me. So I try not to call them names. I just stay in character. You know, I don't use caps. I don't use proper grammar. I don't try to spend too much time making sure that what I'm saying is logical. I just say something in character. I'm flippant. Not necess- not clever. Timmy Gusto is not a clever person. He's a he's a, like kind of a very lazy writer, and that's the whole point. Um, and so I don't know. I, I think it could be funny because I watch back some of the shit he does, and some of it is pretty bad because I hit I miss the mark, and it's not. It just is. It's cringy. It comes off as forced and fake. But as I watch more and more of it, and as I watch like the bloopers, it piles up, and then I I start to just crack myself up, like I was doing earlier, watching back some content. I was laughing my fucking dick off, and so I don't know. I know other people like it too, so I'm not just saying that I'm the only person in the world that likes it. So I'm gonna keep doing it, but I can't be so holy about it because it is just one character. And I don't want to get stuck to just doing the same, just one monotonous, you know, one-dimensional voice, like the Italian Joe Pesci voice, which I fucking love doing. And it did take a lot of time to develop that. So it's not like I just walked into it one day overnight. I've been doing it for years. And so it developed, and that's why, I don't know, that's why people laugh at it, because it's funny. It took time to develop um, and it doesn't always work, but when it does work, it's fucking magical and it's fun as fuck. And uh, and uh, that's enough about that subject. So this is, I'm being okay. That was authentic. I, I I was being off. Now I'm getting authentic. Now that I'm not trying to be. Jesus fuck. That's the thing about authenticity. You can't force it. I think that's what I just learned by doing this podcast. Is you can't force authenticity. Okay, so let's just cover a few more topics. By the way, his podcast, this guy uh, lives by, uh, Timmy Gusto's podcast, he's sleeping right, hey buddy, I'm talking about your podcast, dickhead. Okay, sorry, that was, I'm being Tim, I'm, I'm being Tim Weichselbaum right now. I'm not supposed to be a jerk. What am I doing? Sorry. I was just doing that for the camera. I'm I'm a dick. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a bonus. I'll give you a free meal. I'm a good employer. Anyway, his podcast is called The Timmy Gusto Show. Just the same thing as mine. Just the same name, but his name is... Anyway, it's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. 
Um, don't check it out. It's not something you would probably like unless you like me and him. If you're listening this long, you'll probably enjoy it. Fuck it. Hey, I gave you a good plug. You better be happy. Okay. It's hard not to do him. It's fucking addictive. All right, let's let's wrap it up. This does not is that going to be a long episode? So anyway, we already talked about being genuine, and, and people fucking hate it. But I'm that's the thing. So many performers, they get really like um, bogged down on the naysayers. They go, "Oh man, I can't believe this person doesn't like me." It's like, yeah, but look at all the people that do. Um, I think the problem is is that those negative voices usually spend way more time telling you on YouTube or wherever, like literally literally paragraphs of why they don't like you and why you're bad. That's why I guess it gets in your head. The people that like you don't really send you long paragraphs about like reaffirming why you're good because they already like you. They're not trying. I don't know. Like it's like Shane Gillis. Why am I fuck? Why the fuck am I bringing his name into this podcast? And he's such a better comedian than me. Well, <laughs> because I saw him last night in person and he fucking destroyed. I've never seen him do a long like a set live and he fucking murdered and um i heard on joe rogan's podcast that he complains that he's not ever going to be on tv so that's why i brought him up even he complains about not getting enough um validation i guess or work it's not validation it's, it's different than validation he gets plenty of validation and i don't and that's why maybe I don't know, because, like, obviously he gets a shitload of fucking validation. I, like, I saw him hanging out after his set, you know? He was just cruising around, like, literally, like, walking. Literally. He was, like, walking around like this, just having a good time. But, like, and people were going up to him, obviously, and, and, and fangirling. And, like, I wasn't, because what am I going to say? I already know he's a genius. What am I going to He. It's like, does he really need to hear that he's a genius by every fucking person? What? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's why he's pissed off still, that he doesn't get TV. Or maybe he just wants that sweet TV money and uh, fame that he f- deserves. He deserves it. So maybe that's why he's pissed off. And it's, so maybe it's not all about validation also i was just sitting there stone-faced <laughs> i was sitting there fu- just thinking about my lack of a career and he was walking by after he fucking murdered and i didn't say i didn't even like look up at him so maybe he doesn't maybe he maybe that is why he's <laughs> yeah right any i anyway anyway i don't know also, I was not in a good mood. I was in a very bad mood that night. After, even though I was experiencing one of the best comedians at the, in the world, in live in person, I could have gone up to him and talked to him. I had many opportunities, but like I, I don't have to. I already did. I've already met him before, and I was in such a fucking selfish, self-involved mood, which is disgusting. But I can't help it. Because I was trying to talk to industry people. 
I wanted to talk to specific people about a new idea. This is not just for no fucking reason. I wasn't doing it just to like get my rocks off and get like a narcissistic supply. I was literally only there at this comedy club to try to get a face-to-face conversation with an industry person. Doesn't matter who it is, but like there's a couple particular people that I wanted feedback from or criticism about a brand new show idea format for a live show that I thought of just literally two days ago. Um, and I was like, well, shit, this is so fucking, this is original. It's possible. Like it could be done. I could do it. I just need the permission from a club owner. And then the rest I would have to take care of. I would, I would have to hire the people, a videographer, a sound guy, and I would have to have at least one other solid, talented co-producer to help me do the fucking show. But that's all I need, though, is the permission from the right venue. So I don't know how much detail I want to give out. I mean, I, only like 40 people are going to listen to this, if that, maybe like even less, which I'm fine with. I don't give a fuck. Like, who gives a fuck? Um, the show that I thought of it, I, it, it was birthed from this resentment and like jealousy, not jealousy, but like this like resentment of like, you know what? Why the fuck am I wasting time trying to get the spotlight as a individual comedian when most comedians, they also run shows. That's how they get on the map, not just by being a performer. I'm not good enough. Timmy Gustley, hey! Timmy Gusto here, I mean, he's not going to like this. He is going to fucking tear me apart for saying this, but he's not exactly a bankable, (laughs) he's not exactly a marketable act at this moment in time. So for him to become successful and me as a business person, I need to like uh, implement my skills in a show by producing a show. And the one I thought of is not just a fucking typical show of like, let's put up these comics like a typical run-of-the-mill showcase that's been done to death and nobody it's not novel at all there's nothing special about it not to knock it or nothing like i guess i am knocking it it's been done so i'm not doing it but it would but not doing that but i would do something it's so fucking original that i don't want to go into it that much until I've at least gotten a little bit closer to it becoming a reality. Um, but it, it'll involve... Here's the recipe that it requires. A videographer with a live camera coming from a green room of a club and a projector in the showroom showing the feed, the live feed of what's going on in the green room. That's as much information as I want to give away. Because it's not like anybody's going to steal it. I mean, come on. Um, but once it's off the ground, it will be my patented, you know, not literally patented because you can't patent that type of thing. But literally, that'll be my trademark show that I created. I was the first one to do it. It'll be the, I compare it to Kill Tony. It's not like, it's similar. It has some similarities to Kill Tony. But I'm saying it's a original idea and a podcast that could grow 
and become as big as Kill Tony if done right. Maybe not. Maybe it sucks. But that's just my feeling is that it'll hold up if... I think it's a good idea, okay? So that's not as much time as I want to spend on it because I... And as soon as I thought of it, it made the pursuit of doing amateur shows seem, like, laughable. I was like, this idea, if if I actually do this and it grow, Like, it'll make the idea of being a lone comedian who just cares about, like, getting on other, you know, amateur showcases, laughable. It's like, you think I give a fuck about getting on your little little adorable amateur show that pays 20 bucks um yeah no I, that's i'm i'm not here for that i'm here to check out the venue to see if it's good enough for a fucking original brilliant idea that's gonna dwarf <laughs> this little piddly podunk okay you get it okay so anyway i think we're getting close to the end here i usually like to do an hour long episode but i'm running out of steam um, somebody got mad at me that I unfollowed them on Instagram and I immediately was like, sorry. <laughs> and I just followed them right back because nobody usually has the balls to confront you for that. So it's like, Hey man, if it matters to you that much, I, I'll follow you dog. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll follow you if you really care about me. I thought you didn't care about me. That's literally the only reason I unfollow the guy is because I moved away and never heard from him again. So it's like, okay, I unfollowed him because I didn't think he was following me. Ernest, I didn't give I didn't think he gave a fuck about all the shit I was doing, like this podcast. I've never seen any likes from him, any comments. I was like, yeah, that's why I unfollowed you. Um so since he did that, I was like, fuck it, I'll follow you. And I'm never going to unfollow anybody ever again, unless it's like something that doesn't matter, like a podcast that goes out of business or something. Maybe I'll unfollow that just to trim the fucking bullshit. But even that, who gives? It's like MySpace. Do I really care if I'm somebody's friend or not on a stupid social media fucking? No, who gives a fuck? I'll follow you. I'm not going to unfollow you. Like, ooh. I don't like you anymore. I'm going to unfuck, like to show that out. That's such a fucking um, petty thing to do. So from now on, I don't unfollow. Is if, if I'm following you, I'm going to stay following you until Instagram goes out of business. How about that? That's how much I don't give a fuck about something that's stupid. Okay? <laughs> and on the opposite end of that spectrum... It doesn't mean I'm going to follow everybody that follows me. You have to kind of be worth... You got to actually be cool. But once I fo- once I press that button, buddy, it's game on for life. Um, it's like getting a tattoo. But it doesn't mean that everybody who follows me, I'm going to just automatically follow back. I'm not that desperate. You know? Like, you got to at least like what I'm doing. We can't just have met once and like, Okay, yeah, Okay, so don't press the follow. If I give you my phone to look me to look you up to type your name in, because that's what people do for some stupid reason, they go, "Yeah, give me your give me your phone," and then they they press the follow button. Don't do that. That's rude. <laughs> but you know, I get it. It's not that big of a deal. I'll probably 
let you i'll stay i'll keep i'll still follow because who gives a fuck it's like my space do you did you really give a fuck did you really unfriend people on that fucking thing it's like is instagram really that different than MySpace? no it's just newer and sleeker so I think we had. I think we learned a lot. I think I learned a lot on this. Part. I don't know. I don't. I don't give a fuck. So anyway, we talk about the new show idea. Okay, update. Quick update on the homeless problem, and just my interaction with homeless people. So another. So on a previous episode, I talked about how a random person was like just in the middle of a uh, of a street that was that you go like fifty miles an hour on. That's the speed limit. Fifty, which means. Let's be honest. I'm going more than I'm going more than fifty. Fifty is nothing in Texas. So I was going more than fifty. So anyway, there was a dude just in the middle of the street, and I could couldn't see him at the, until it, it was scary. It could have been a fatality, and it could have led to him smashing in my windshield and hurting my beautiful face because I'm a fucking. Um, because I I was gonna say because I'm an actor, which not that's not relevant to. I'm not an actor. This guy behind this guy trying to be. I'm just a producer and a podcaster, and I'm earnest. Fuck the sunglasses. I'm not wearing the sunglasses anymore. I am not trying to be Tom Cruise. I'm just trying to be a level-headed, normal person wearing normal clothes. But this guy, I could have killed him, and he could have killed me or wounded me because I drive a very low. You know, I drive a Miata. It's like a go-kart. So anyway, I was able to see him. I slowed down. I just fucking honked at him. But this time, it happened again. But this time, I wasn't going as fast, you know, because I kind of learned my lesson that that on this particular stretch, don't fucking go over the speed limit. There's going to be suicidal people in the street. So that's that's the pattern. That's true. So a second dude... (laughs) Just last night, um, this time I had a lot of time to slow down. So, you know, I wasn't as mad. I didn't honk, but I, I had the balls to confront him. So I rolled down the window and I was like, hey, why are you doing that? <laughs> or some, sh- uh, yeah, I said it like, I was like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> and he he was just like, I had, to, I had no choice. I had to. I fucking had no choice. He had like a cart that he was pushing and he had a choice. Obviously, he could have just walked to the nearest intersection and done it safely. But for some reason, just the way he said it, I was like, I had no choice, man. Come on, man. Like, it just immediately triggered me to be empathetic. And I was just like, okay, I get it. You're f- That's fine. So I just kept on driving. I was just fucking amazed that I had the fucking confidence to even ask the guy you know, because that's a pretty confrontational thing to do. It's like, yo, man, are you fucking suicidal or something? It's like, it's like, damn, I have no choice. What do you want me to do? And so I immediately forgave the guy. Um, but it would have been bad if I was going a lot faster and was more, you know. I don't know, man, because obviously he didn't give a fuck. He didn't have much value for his own life. So I'm not saying he was suicidal, but he was definitely, a, you know, a little bit, a, a, you know, Low self-worth. If you're just walking in the middle of a 50-mile-an-hour street. I think it was 45 at the moment that I almost killed him. But anyway, the update on that is I 
I've become more sympathetic with the homeless that are walking in the middle of the street. So I don't know what the fuck the point of that story was. Sorry for bringing it up. Um, so anyway, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just doing blah, 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 blah. I'm getting, I'm thinking about getting, I was just, this is the last time. I'm thinking about getting a massage just to like relax me and give me the oxytocin that I need to get through life. Cause a lot of people get massages, not just for like the physical, you know, to work out the, the knots and the physical tension in your body. It's actually for the, for emotional benefits too. I read on red, I heard that people that get massages for the first time, they actually get emotional. Isn't that fucking crazy? Isn't that, I never heard that before. Like it actually releases trauma. And I don't know, I just, it would just be very beneficial for me to, ha- to get the touch, to be touched by another person in a deep way. You know, like I get handshakes, but that doesn't fucking do anything. So I think it's just like a very like vital thing for me to try to do. The only reason I haven't done it is because it feels creepy, man. It feels creepy to go to a massage fucking place and you don't even know what they're called. Like, there's all this, like, stigma that you have to worry about. Like, oh, did I call you the wrong thing? Oh, whoops, they don't like to be called that. Oh, wh- you can't call the massage parlor. That's offensive. Or, like, they don't like to be called masseuses. They're massage therapists. So all these, like, stigmas you have to j- jump around. And what if I do want a blowjob afterwards? That's another thing. What if I want that, too? I mean, nah, see, I'm just, that's the fucking thing. I don't need a fucking blowjob. I don't need to go to a sketchy one. I want to go to a legit one, but even that feels creepy because what if they think I'm a creep? And I'm sure many people have this problem. They go, oh, I don't want them to think I'm going to ask for a happy ending. Yeah, that's the fucking reason I haven't gone yet. So if there's any massage therapist listening or know anybody who is a massage therapist, please have them contact me. I ain't contacting them. I could do that myself. I wouldn't be asking for that if you were just going to send me their phone number. No, I don't like calling people. That's terrifying to me. Have them message me on Instagram. Dog. All right, I'll let this guy sleep. He's been ha- he had a very long day arguing with people on YouTube, so I'm going to let him take a nice catch up on sleep. He has a busy day tomorrow. Probably arguing with more people on YouTube who don't want him to <laughs> who don't want him to be there, dog. Yeah, so anyway, you got I feel bad for him. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I I'm just his boss. I think it's fucking hilarious that he gets a lot of hate for what he does and for just being himself. Isn't that, doesn't that suck that people give him flack just for being himself? Hey, I don't have that problem. I don't read the comments on this fucking bullshit. It's too personal. It would hurt my feelings. That's why I don't fucking read the fucking feedback. And yes, it is too long of a podcast. That's why I'm wrapping it up. Okay, yeah. So that's it. This has been episode 60 of the Tim Weichselbaum show and I am glad that I am still doing this. This I recorded this at 4 in the morning. So this is how I am at 4 in the morning. It's one of the symptoms of ADD, ADHD, which I'm still treating. And uh, I'm very low dopamine. So that's why I wasn't in a good mood last night when I saw Shane Gillis. Isn't that fucking nuts? 
It's, I'm working through it day by day. It's tough. Life is hard. Kumbaya. Kevin O'Leary. Shark Tank. Keep investing in Doge. Don't don't invest. Don't listen to that last part. Don't invest in Doge. All right, episode sixty. Tim Vikes, the bomb show. Thank you very much. Have a good week, y'all.